Is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week, Tom is flying solo. Who knows where we'll go, but it will be an adventure. I'm sure he's got a lot on his mind. So over to you, Tom. The white Texan Jimi Hendrix is what he was. Now, this is Stevie Ray Vaughan. White Texan Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go because I got stuff. I'm going to read, instead of a psalm today, uh, the uh, fourth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. For those of you not familiar with that, it's in the Old Testament. It's a book of, uh, of the Israelites as they were coming into the land. And in this book, or in this chapter, this is what Moses, speaking for the Lord, says. And now, Israel, listen carefully to these decrees and regulations that I am about to teach you. Obey them so that you may live so that you may enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. Keep in mind, these people did not have a Bible at this time. They only had a remembrance. That remembrance may have grown somewhat dim from their time in Egypt, you know, of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob Those were things in the distant past. So what was it that the Israelite people could refer to to know that they were indeed the children of God? Well, you know, they had the ark and and that sort of thing with them, but 
but not very much. Not everybody had a little Bible on his computer. Anyway, they had memory. That's the biggest thing they had was memory. You saw for yourself what the Lord did to you at Baal Peor. There, the Lord your God destroyed everyone who had worshipped Baal, the God of Peor. But all of you who were faithful to the Lord your God are still alive today, every one of you. And I guess the assumption would be that the ones that weren't faithful had died. Look, I now teach you these decrees and regulations just as the Lord my God commanded me so that you may obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Obey them completely and you will display your wisdom and intelligence among the surrounding nations. When they hear all these decrees, they will exclaim how wise and prudent are the people of this great nation. For what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call on him? And what great nation has decrees and regulations as righteous and fair as this body of instructions that I am giving you today? But watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. In other words, remember and keep remembering. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. And be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, where he told me, summon the people before me, and I will personally instruct them. Then they will learn to fear me as long as they live, and they will teach their children to fear me also. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain while flames from the mountain shot into the sky. The mountain was shrouded in black clouds and deep darkness, and the Lord spoke to you from the heart of the fire. You heard the sound of his words, but didn't see his form. There was only a voice. He proclaimed his covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he commanded you to keep, and which he wrote on two stone tablets. It was at that time that the Lord commanded me to teach you his decrees and regulations, so you would obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. But be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form on the day he spoke to you from the heart of the fire at Mount Sinai. So do not corrupt yourselves by making an idol in any form, whether of man, woman, an animal on the ground, a bird, a small animal that scurries, or a fish in the deepest sea, and when you look up into the sky and see the sun, moon, and stars, all the forces of heaven, don't be seduced into worshiping them. The Lord your God gave them to all peoples of the earth. Remember, the Lord rescued for you from the iron-smelting furnace of Egypt in order to make you his very own people and his special possession, which is what you are today. But the Lord was angry with me because of you. 
He vowed that I would not cross the Jordan River into the good land the Lord your God is giving you as your special possession. You will cross the Jordan to occupy the land, but I will not. Instead, I will die here on the east side of the river. So be careful not to break the covenant the Lord your God has made with you. Do not make idols of any shape or form, for the Lord your God has forbidden this. The Lord your God is a devouring fire. He is a jealous God. In the future, when you have children and grandchildren and have lived in the land for a long time, do not corrupt yourselves by making idols of any kind. This is evil in the sight of the Lord your God and will arouse his anger. Today, I call on heaven and earth as witnesses against you. If you break my covenant, you will quickly disappear from the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. You will live there only a short time. Then you will be utterly destroyed. For the Lord will scatter you among the nations where only a few of you will survive. There, in a foreign land, you will worship idols made from wood and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there, you will search again from the Lord, for the Lord your God. And if you search for him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. In the distant future, when you are suffering all these things, you will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what he tells you. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the solemn covenant he made with your ancestors. I'm reading from Deuteronomy chapter 4. Okay, I think I'll read just a little more. Now search all of history from the time God created people on the earth until now, and search from one end of the heavens to the other. Has anything as great as this ever been seen or heard before? Has any nation ever heard the voice of God speaking from fire as you did and survived? Has any other God dared to take a nation for himself out of another nation by means of trials, miraculous signs, wonders, war, a strong hand, a powerful arm, and terrifying acts. Yet that is what the Lord your God did for you in Egypt right before your eyes. Okay, we'll leave it there. Now, that referred to the people of Israel as they were entering into the promised land. As you know, if you or you may not know, so I'll, I'll tell you, uh, they met tremendous stumbling blocks along the way. They had to wait a long time. Their leader, Moses, got so upset with them that he himself became disqualified from entering into the promised land, the very thing he had always wanted. You know, it's, it's, uh, it almost reminds me of the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25 where they all were waiting for the bridegroom to come. 
and they had these lanterns. And five of them ran out of oil. And they said, can we borrow your oil of the other one? No, you can't borrow my oil. You got to go buy oil. What is oil? Oil is the relationship with the Lord. So they went to prayer, these other five virgins, and, and built their oil reserve back and came back, and the bridegroom had already invited everybody in. And they said, here we are. We're back with our oil. He said, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Who are you? You cannot come in to this party. Maybe another one one day. It doesn't say that in Scripture, but they were disqualified. And there is even a point in in Deuteronomy where the Lord says, Moses, you're going to die here. Don't ask me again. Because there's that those places where Moses had bargained or negotiated with God, actually. And um, had won the argument. Same thing with David. Because of him being a man of war, he was disqualified from, uh, from building the temple of God. So, if we think about America, no, we're not the children of Israel. We're not ancient Egypt. But if you look at ancient, uh, we're not coming out of ancient Egypt. But if you think, as I do, that the spiritual founding of the nation of America was at Plymouth, I'm not talking about the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. Those are those have a different power in in terms of uh, civil government. But spiritual government was founded before that. They just celebrated the 400th anniversary. And you got to ask yourself, um, are we a nation called by God? And I, I say absolutely. I say that in the memory of my ancestors, the Coles, C-O-L-E's, that settled in the Connecticut River Valley in the 1620s that were part of the church that they, I'm not sure which one it was. I'd have to go back and look, but I, and my other ancestor, Jonathan Edwards, who preached and, but in my opinion, uh, more famously, now not famously, but, um, a thing that he should, also be known for, let's say, is taking the missionary David Brainerd into his um, 
home, a missionary to the Indians, and uh, provided for him because he had tuberculosis and he died before he reached the age of 30. Those people in my past, I think about when I make the declaration that America is a Christian nation. I don't care what left-wingers and both globalists, nationalists, government employees try to tell you, oh, no. Now, do I think the civil government founding was necessarily a Christian undertaking? No, it was a mixture. But uh, it was founded around the belief that a civil society like ours could only be governed by people who had a spiritual basis. Now, is this all under tremendous threat right now? Yes. I happen to believe that Joe Biden was fraudulently elected despite uh, what the mainstream media say. I believe that um, through the help of Dominion voting systems and perhaps other means, uh, fraudulent votes were put into the system. And there is a process that's going on right now whereby uh, these things are are being uh, litigated. And I also believe that the theft had to happen It could not have been uncovered prior to the election. You had, because nobody would have, everybody would have denied everything. But it had to, we had, we had to see the thing happening, which we have, in order to finally uncover it. And um, no matter what people tell you, It's not over until it's over. That's why President Trump has said he will not concede until it's fully decided. My belief is is that if one of these um, one of these battleground states actually says we're not certifying the election, then the others will roll over. They'll have to because the same thing went on. And, and I'm talking about Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, and uh, Nevada. Oh, you, you say you're just a sore loser. Well, Al Gore took 37 days in the year 2000. Uh, to uh, finally concede in Florida. Um, we uh, This is a, on a much larger scale than anything back then was. And uh, I think 
we should take at least 37 days to, uh, to make a decision. And, uh, I don't know, but somebody should tell Barack Obama to just shut up. He's acting like he got elected. And I guess he feels like he propped Biden up all those years because he said so many stupid things. And now he's worse that maybe Biden owes him. And, you know, that he gets to be the, I don't know, maybe they're planning on making um, Michelle Obama uh, the uh, head, some head cabinet member. I, don't, I have no idea. Anyway. We'll talk a little more about some of the uh, uh, details of this uh, when we come back from the break. You are listening to the Tom DeTree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP. Powered by Dupree Financial Group from the Dupree Studios on Main Street in Lexington. Stay tuned for the second half of the hour. We'll be back with more of Tom. Stay tuned. A creamy yellow basket Send a letter to my baby On my way I passed it This is what's happening. The worst thing that I think we could do is mandate some sort of vaccine. The latest update. Another nonsensical order. They curfew. At the top and bottom of the hour. Check in three, four, five times today with News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, One America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday morning. You know where you were when the Golden State Killer was arrested. You're a moderator on the Zodiac Killer subreddit. But now you're in search of a new challenge. Enter Solve, the hit podcast that puts you at the center of the investigation. Solve is like no other murder mystery podcast. You'll track down killers hiding in plain sight. You all right? Yeah, it's just disturbing. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Not like this. To listen to Solve, download the free iHeartRadio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. What are you doing to keep your nose clean? After all, the nose is your body's air filter, the first line of defense against airborne diseases. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the powered suction nose cleaner. Navage cleans your nose by flushing out allergens, mucus, dust, and germs, including dangerous, infectious germs. 
So with all the horrible stuff in the air, now's the perfect time to join more than a million Americans who use Navage. It has over 30,000 online reviews, averaging 4.7 stars. Why? Because Navage is easy to use. It's inexpensive, all-natural, drug-free and safe, and most important, it works. Think about it. You wash your hands every day. Maybe it's time to clean your nose, too. Breathe better, sleep deeper, feel, and be healthier. Online at Navage.com and at Target, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Bears, guys, to start out the weekend. Overall, we're looking good today. Upper 40s and low 50s. Clouds will thicken on our Sunday by Sunday evening. Rain arrives. That'll carry us into Sunday night. And by Monday morning, we're talking about rain switching over to snow as temperatures drop. We'll see snow into Monday afternoon through early Tuesday. Could be talking about some accumulations during that time. Stay tuned. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go. Even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. At home with Robert, retired broker and family man. Carolers, that's the holiday spirit. Speaking of which, Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. Right now, you can get 50% off a new system and a free camera at simplysafe.com slash holiday. That's 50% off the system U.S. News named the best of 2020. Simply Safe protects your whole home 24-7 with monitoring by professionals. The sale ends soon, so go to simplysafe.com slash holiday for 50% off and a free camera today. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, one America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday morning. 630 WLAP.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. Got another segment with Tom. And as you can tell, he's got some ideas about things and he won't back down. Over to you, Tom. Thank you. So you got to go to Fox or Australia or somewhere to get actual re- uh, news about Kentucky because God knows, you know, the, the local papers here are, are just little uh, local versions of uh, Pravda. And, um, you know, they're of no use except for maybe obituaries. So Fox News... Uh, shows me here a family-owned Kentucky restaurant donated sixty thousand dollars to the, its employees one day before the governor issued an executive order mandating the shutdown of all indoor dining to curb to curb cananovirus. Restaurants in Kentucky had to cease dining indoor as of five p.m. on Friday and remain closed to on-site dinners until December 13th. I don't know what it is that's special about that day. But uh, according to Governor Andy, you know, it's just Governor Andy's order. He said the move, along with other restrictions, was necessary to clamp down on a surge in conanovirus cases. Okay. Where Hospitalizations in the world did and, uh, you come up with the cananovirus? Listeners, he has called it this off and on. I think right. I think mainly to get on Let my nerves. Let me keep going with my... No, tell me where you came up with I don't with know. This. It's just something I came out just with. Just rolled off Let me tongue. keep going with my text. All right. So I might add, because this, this guy that they're talking about here is Jeff Ruby, who is a real businessman. But I, I want to just talk about a casualty of uh, this shutdown. Uh, one of my favorite places, beloved restaurant, the Chop House, announced when was it Tuesday or something? It was last week, and we have we've had uh, lots of seminars. It wasn't last week; it was this week. It was one day. This well, th- I'm I'm thinking, yeah. Anyway, we've had a lot of seminars there, and that, that uh, whole, like a hundred and fifty of them. That staff was. It's always so good to us. They're gone. Not just till the end of the shutdown. They're out. Uh, they're owned or were owned and still are, I'm sure, by Connor Concepts in Knoxville. And the, uh, the CEO put out a press release and said, we do business in six states, and Kentucky is by far the most restrictive in terms of virus shutdowns. Now, let me ask you guys something. Maybe somebody will know the answer and can uh, email me, tdupree at dupreefinancial.com. What is it that we know in Kentucky about the danger of the uh, coronavirus, I'll say it correctly, that other states don't know? Why is it that we feel compelled to put our restaurants out of business because of fear for this thing? Other states are getting the coronavirus too. And not as and not at, at the levels here are much higher than the states that are not as stringent, which what kind of sense does that make? You're saying the levels here are higher 
Yeah, we're we're a red state right now. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that people can't go out and get something to eat. Makes them more susceptible. Well, I, I think that the the statistics, according to all the people that I've talked to that know way more than I do, do not support well, anyway, shutting, shutting restaurants down. There's no Brittany criteria. Miller, the CEO of Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment, which runs seven steakhouses in Kentucky, Tennessee, and Ohio, said the governor's order came without warning and with no unemployment plan in place. In other words, they just shut it down. You know, uh, what does this guy do? Anybody I talk to cannot get a meeting with him. Does he sit in his office playing video games? I mean, uh, the day before the ban, two of Ruby Ruby Steakhouse, one little one Lexington announced that a hundred percent of its sales would be donated to its furloughed employees. There you go. But a governor who is supposed to care about people in his state is unavailable for comment. I spoke to people at the Kentucky Restaurant Association today. This is the restaurant association that all the big restaurants, all the restaurants are members of, they can't even get a meeting with the governor. And meanwhile, we have a quote, Republican legislature that seems to be nowhere to be found. While our state has been taken over by a corrupt administration. Now, let me give a little uh, uh, granularity to using that word corrupt. If you listen to this show, uh, you may have heard a fellow named Matt Staver be on the show. Matt Staver runs a thing called Liberty Council. Liberty Council protects people and institutions of faith against government incursion into their affairs. Uh, this is not all they do, but it's a big part of what they do. Liberty Council uh, took up the cause of Maryville Baptist Church. This is a, a church that uh, our governor uh, pinpointed, singled out, and attacked on Easter Sunday for having services and the people were in the parking lot, but he didn't even allow that. And then, uh, they had to be quarantined and some of them lost their jobs over this. It's a fact. Matt heard governor Andy bragging that he could shut down churches if he wanted to. Matt beat him 
two or three times at the appeals court level with the three to nothing decision. You notice this latest go around, uh, Governor Andy said, um, churches, we recommend that they stay shut down. Now, a lot of churches are run as are their congregants by sheeple. And so if the governor as much as breathes the recommendation, well, we think we should do that. So many churches have been shut down for months and they think that doing it on zoom is taking care of their congregations. John MacArthur in Los Angeles fought back in order to meet in person because he knows and believes that in-person meeting is, is important. And he has, as far as I can tell, he's still doing it and he's maybe still litigating, but they haven't shut him down yet. That's Gavin Newsom. I'm sure he and Andy are, are close friends. They're probably flipping coins to see who's going to try to run for president after uh, I think it's widely suspected if Biden were to be inaugurated that he wouldn't make it through the term, uh, you know, and, and maybe one of them thinks they could be the next nominee. I'm sure Andy is everything he's doing is posing himself for it's all about Democrat politics. You know, if you shut down your, your state, if you go pro abortion, like what he did with, uh, vetoing a partial birth of birth abortion ban, that makes you favored in the side of the Democrats. It does not make you favored in the sight of God. It does not. Another, the latest swipe he's taken is at the, uh, did you see the lawsuit that the Christian private schools that he shut down have filed? Well, they won that. I know they did, but it, it was another where he overstepped his bounds. Okay, let's go to Sidney Powell. I talked earlier about um, the... Uh, Biden false election litigation that's going on. And this is kind of in summary. Have you been following this? No. <laughs> All right. Prepare to be educated. Sidney Powell's lawsuit in Georgia. <clears throat> this is the one she's really going after hard Rudy's working in Pennsylvania. You think Sydney got fired. It ain't like that. They were never together. They're, they're two different things working separately. Plus there are other groups filing their own lawsuits. The Thomas More society has got one going. There's people out there going to file more lawsuits than what you're seeing. 
But her lawsuit says that Dominion and Smartmatic voting machines being created to help Hugo, Hugo Chavez won, win elections, that's what they were there for, a Venezuelan whistleblower's direct testimony about the two systems, including Chavez's requirements that the software would hide vote manipulation from audits. The computers were also connected to the Internet so that manipulation could occur from remote locations. And this has been filmed. The, they had the ports, the serial ports, and people putting smart drives into them. It's not just speculation. These things were able to be accessed from the Internet. Governor Kemp, Secretary of State, we're talking Georgia now, Secretary of State Raffensperger and the Georgia Board of Elections hastily bought Dominion voting system software despite warnings and hardware. The state of Texas went over Dominion with a fine-tooth comb and said, there's no way we're going to buy this thing. It's, ha it's not hack-proof. It's, it's built to be hacked. And they said, there, there's no way we can do it. Georgia jumps in, spends $100 million with them. Numerous eyewitnesses testified that they didn't verify signatures, check security envelopes, or allow challengers to observe the count. Of course not. It's what happened in Philadelphia. They put big uh, cardboard cutouts over the windows so nobody could even look in and see what was going on. They also allegedly destroyed documentary evidence that the law required them to retain in connection with mail-in voting, lied about a massive link at the State Farm Arena that required them to shut down the count. China and Iran spied on the election and possibly manipulated it. Trump-hating Eric Coomer helped develop Dominion. This Eric Coomer guy is a real star. He was talking to Antifa and saying, I will effing guarantee Trump will not win the effing election. His Facebook page full of anti-Trump rhetoric. And he is the head of the, the voting systems, the head engineer of the voting systems that's supposed to be impartial and tabulate all these votes all over the country. What in the hell is going on? And Republicans bought into it in Georgia. Almost 100,000 absentee ballots in Georgia were recorded as requested and were included in the vote count, except that there's no record they were ever returned to county election boards. Agents of China and Iran accessed the computers. Biden allegedly won the state by 12,760 votes. If proven, the allegations in the complaint show that at minimum Trump lost almost 100,000 votes due to alleged fraud. Because this number exceeds Biden's alleged margin of victory, it requires that the election be put aside. How about when Stacey Abrams, about a week before the election, says, I feel like we're going to be able to deliver the Georgia for Joe Biden. How about that? How about when Stacey Abrams came in there with $40 million from the technology companies to basically spread around who knows whose pocket it went into 
and get everything she wanted in terms of mail-in ballots and this kind of thing. Does anybody in the mainstream press ever pick these things up? Well, no, they're conspiracy theories. They can't be verified. Sure. And the crap you feed us can be verified? So, at the beginning of the hour, I was talking to you about uh, Deuteronomy and the founding of this country. And we have many people forgot, they don't even know about the founding of this country. The spiritual, uh, the spiritual destiny of the United States. No clue. And if this election is not overturned, I'm not saying that the country is totally lost, but it is a long, long way down that path. That's why I'm doing everything I can to back and pray for and support uh and Elizabeth and I both are the people who are trying to get to the bottom of what happened. And they are being called racist. They're being threatened with rape and murder. Uh, that sweet uh, Jenna Ellis has had these things said to her. If the election were honestly done, why would Joe Biden not be completely on board with getting to the bottom of whether or not there was fraud? Why would he not applaud the efforts of those looking for fraud to find it? Well, it could be because he had one of his Joe Biden moments. It's on video where he said, we have put together the biggest voter fraud organization in history. Said that before the election. And Joe Biden knows what happened and they will do everything they can, but sometimes a person who's got dementia or whatever it is uh, that he has can't help but tell the truth. It just comes out. It may do that with him. Anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope I did a good job today with no visitors. You've done a good job lately of, of setting up a lot of uh, not just local, but regional and national guests. And we're going to continue to to bring more and more people from as this um, election thing kind of boils down. We're going to try to shed some more light on it from a national perspective. It ain't boiling down anytime soon. Well, going to boil over before long. However you want to say it, we'll try to 
bring you the best guests that we can um, to shed some light on it. Well, that's the end of the first hour. Second hour, we're going to be talking about the financial markets with the Darsh, Philip, and Mike joining Tom. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. is what's happening. The worst thing that I think we could do is mandate some sort of vaccine. The latest update. Another nonsensical order. They curfew. At the top and bottom of the hour. Check in three, four, five times today with News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. If you've been listening to mainstream media, you might have deduced that our new president has been decided and that there are no remaining questions. But the facts are much different. There are ongoing legal challenges alleging vote fraud in multiple jurisdictions. The legal options for those making those claims are far from exhausted, despite media claims to the contrary. If you would like to stay informed about these developments, I'd advise you to follow Newsmax, One America News Network, War Room Pandemic, and the website of the Eric Metaxas Radio Show. These are good places to start to get alternative views on what is happening. And also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com from 7 to 9 Saturday morning.